When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Impact Theory Podcast, your source of empowering ideas and actionable techniques from the world's highest achievers. Join host Tom Bilyeu, serial entrepreneur and co-founder of the billion-dollar brand Quest Nutrition, on a journey to unlock your potential and realize your vision of success. Welcome to Impact Theory. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Relationship Theory. We're going to be trying some fun, new, amazing stuff for you today, and all courtesy of you and that woman hiding off camera, the shady old lady coming to the rescue. So I don't know what it is, but I'm very excited. So we're trying to elevate our game so that it isn't just me and you talking, which hopefully has been enjoyable, but just giving a little more substance to it, takeaways. Um, so I'm going to start off today's episode and yeah, you don't really know much. Michelle's got like all this stuff brewing in the back. Um, so a question to you and a question to you guys out there, please put in the comments the following. So would you rather, would you rather have every detail of your love life made public or every detail of your finances made public? Oh, so put in the comments below guys, what would you rather if you had to? Details of your love life made public or details Mm. of your finances made public. So what about you? Yeah, I mean, look, for me, that's very, very easy. Obviously, the details of our financial life um, are, by my standards, quite impressive. So Really? It'd be that you'd choose finance? Yeah, of course. Like, you wouldn't? Our love life is on, like, relationship theory every week. Well, what do we mean by love life? I'm assuming we're talking all aspects of love oh, life here. Oh, in fact, all right, let's make it. So, so, yeah, I was assuming that was like everything from Like how, much, my, how often you have sex and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, all oh, okay. like everything. Right. Like yes. even I like have a line where That's it's like there's so some things that I talk about. Mine would be love life. So but what are you throwing so into that? Just, what are you worried is going to happen though with finances? Like that's so mundane. Forbes publishes a list of like yeah, where people's finances are. But you are. know, that's... I've always been, I was brought up with like, you don't discuss your finances. You don't talk to people about how much you have. You don't talk to people about what I, you I earn. think there's and no so, way. We literally, we would have to define then what you mean by love life. Because you're thinking something very like pedestrian. I'm, I'm thinking, thinking like tell something people quite how, racy here. How often we would have sex. I mean, what else? But just frequency? I mean. But what else is there? Are you joking? (laughs) What kind of question is that? What relationship have you been in for the last 17 years? Like there's, we could, hey, boys and girls, we could warm this room up. Let me tell you. All right. So apparently if you asked us both a question, we tell you our finances and we would tell you our love life. Is this like a male, female thing? Like this is so crazy to me that you would even think about it. Because we've got both male and female. Oh fans God! Out there. I am so curious now. So what an amazing we'll, we'll question! We'll do actually. Please, guys, do respond because then we'll I'm do it at the end. I'm actually sweating right now. We'll, we'll announce like the <laughs> results next week or something like. So yeah, that. I mean the details of oh, wow, that's so weird. Like this is one of those fascinating things where this deep into our relationship, I did not expect you to be like. 
To, I thought you'd be like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, that is. If I really mania had to, think to me, about, like it's absolute just, insanity. My, if I had to think about it, no. In fact, I'm not going to change my answer. I just, with me, money it always wow. makes me feel awkward. Like, and I don't know why. Like, I'm very comfortable talking about sex and love life and stuff. But um, that's so interesting. So, and yeah. like, there's certain things on both sides I wouldn't like to disclose. Privately, I, I have no problem talking about my sex life on camera. No way. Mm. That's really right. like that's even a little bit surprising to me. But yeah. All wow, right. That is so moving so, on so to the f- first fans question. Yeah. All right. This this is a kickoff question. And from- by the way, is so would you rather is going to become like we're, gonna- uh, we're open on would you rather's? I love that. That was a lot of fun. So yeah. So we had planned basically we're going to always open hopefully each episode with a would you rather or a question to you guys out there, um, and then we're going to have a would you rather segment, uh, which Michelle so won't allow. Just one question to the fans to kick off uh-huh. based on the theme and the questions that we have. And then um, later on, it will be like multiple would you rathers and it'll be me and you saying it to each other. And then we'll want people just to, it'll just be a second. All right. So, all right. So um, kick off question from Emily Kalowski from Facebook. I think this was last week or the week before. Um, we are a one income family. My husband works from home and I stay home with our daughter. What is the best way to communicate the guilt I have for not contributing monetarily? Um, husband says it's not a big deal, but I find I put my own needs on the back burner because spending money on myself is difficult. What's your best tip for discussing finances? So I feel like there's kind of two parts to that. One, um, her being a stay-at-home mom and her husband going out to work and that she feels guilty that she's not mm. contributing with the, on the money side of it. And then two, she's putting her own needs on the back burner because she then feels guilty about spending anything on herself. Right. So Take it away, that. homie. Like this, you want to talk about something you've got just mad expertise in. Yeah. Um, so walk people through because I don't know if everybody realizes for like the first... God, like eight or nine years of our marriage, you were what I called the CEO of Bill U Industries, but you stayed at home. And that, let's just address the name first. So I, for whatever reason, I didn't like the word housewife. Um, and I don't know why, because maybe at the time I didn't really realize the weight that it, like women have. Like being a housewife is freaking hard work. And there's a lot of time and energy and dedication that goes into it. But growing up, I kind of always thought of being a housewife as like the easy out. I don't know, like total misconception, but I did. Um, so I didn't really put much weight to that word. And so I really didn't like calling myself a housewife. And I remember once I was going through immigration and you have to fill out the, your profession. And I... Um, I was actually with my sister, Lily, and she was like, oh, housewife. And I was like, no, don't put that. She was like, well, why not? And I said, because I, I, I don't see myself as a housewife. And then I got stuck and I was like, well, what do I see myself as? Mm. Um, and so it really was an identity thing. And me and you sat down and I was very honest with you about the fact that I didn't like to be called a housewife. And you were like, well, look, at the end of the day, that's just a title. Like the truth is you run the family, you run the household. What you do isn't... Um, what you do isn't, sorry, isn't more than I do. Like the workload is just as equal. It's just you get paid for it and I don't. And so the word itself doesn't have meaning. So really you were like, I see you as the CEO, CEO of Billu Industries. And Billu Industries is just me and you. Like it wasn't sure. a company at the time. Don't, don't forget Batman. And uh, we had that little puppy Batman, you're right. But just in that, like you were so um, 
encouraging and empowering for me to really feel like I could own what I was doing and feel good about it. And just by that little twist in the title made me feel good about mm. what I was doing. Um, and then we sat down and we discussed all the things that made us a team, right? If you're going to go out from X time to X time or like all day and night working, then what is it that I need to bring to the table where we feel like now we're equal partners? And it was... Um, it was the food, it was the finances, it was the mail, it was taking care of the puppies, it was if something was sick, our insurance. Like, it was all these things that women do as housewives. Um, but there's a lot to do, and it does take up, you know, a lot of your time. Now, I'm not saying that it was full-time for me. I definitely had the flexibility of I could go to the gym whatever time I liked. I could have lunch with my friends if I needed to or wanted to. But um, it really was like we had sat down, had that open discussion. I was very open with you about how I felt about being a housewife because I did love art and I did love um, the idea of business. Um, and so you were like, well, you are running in a business. So I loved that. That communication really helped me um, figure out where I fell. And then on the money side of it, I also struggled with that because I was like, well, I don't want it to feel like it's your money, right? Because again, that's not fair. If we're coming into this as a partnership, if we've decided this is what we're doing as a partnership, you're going to go to work every day, I'm going to stay at home and work on the BU Enterprises, then whatever money comes in should be 50-50. And you were very, I mean, I think it was even your idea, to be honest. Um, and so we had one bank account where your paycheck would go into that bank account. And then we sat down as a team and we said, all right, how much do we need to put towards... Um, you know, our bills, how much do we need to put towards this? How much do we want to save every, and I think we were a little different on the savings because I was brought up with like, save every penny that you can. And you were like, well, I don't just want to save my way into, you know, wealth or stability. Like I want to make sure that we're using the money in the right way so that we can really have the life that we want. So we had discussed, okay, what percentage of our salary do we feel that is we're comfortable in putting in the savings account. And then we had separate bank accounts and that was our personal. And that was, all right, every week or every month, we put a certain percent in my bank account for me and then for you. Because I remember the one time like you, before we did this, you even said to me, um, it was something like a video game. And I was like, $50 for a video game? Like that's so expensive, babe. Like we can't afford it. And you were like, you know what? It doesn't make me feel good to ask for permission. So instead of asking for permission, like I want to feel like an adult. I want to feel like I can make my own decisions. And if I really want to just waste the money, um, I want to be able to do that without having to ask you. And so that's where I think, I don't know if I'm right. My memory is kind of jogging me a bit little, but I think that's where we then were like, okay, let's have our separate bank accounts. And I don't, if you want to know how much is in my bank account, fine, but like, I'm going to spend it however I want. If I want to buy new shoes every week, I don't have to ask you. I don't want to feel guilty about it. And that was really important for me because I didn't want to feel like I was a kid going to, you know, my, my, my dad to ask for pocket money. Um, I wanted to feel like an adult. And if I wanted to spend money on something that made no sense to everybody else, I'm going to do it without guilt. Yeah, no question. And so to, I guess, give the other side of that equation. So as the person who was making the money, I think that the real problem that people get into is so many people would say, well, I'm the one that's going out, I'm earning the money, mm -hmm. like, 
there should be a greater percentage allocated to me or I should have more power in the relationship or whatever. That is to fundamentally misunderstand the, the nature of a human being. So it's like, if I put myself in a position of power that feels great for me, but it disempowers you and it's going to feel terrible for you. So that just seems so obvious to me that it was a terrible long-term strategy. And yeah, that, so this is where people really have to think and be honest with themselves about what they want in the relationship. So if what you want is power, you're never going to have a great long-term relationship because as you, like if you see power as like a zero sum game where I'm going to take more of the leverage in this because I'm earning the money or whatever, then the other person is diminished in their power. They're going to feel unequal. That doesn't play out well over time. That literally diminishes them as a person. I never wanted to do that. So very, very early on, um, it just, seemed so obvious to me that the only reason that a relationship was worth all the sacrifices that you make is if the person makes you feel better about yourself when you're around them when you're not. Mm. So, but that has to be a two-way street. And the way that you frame everything matters. Like, period. Like, light, there's nothing objectively true. So if I was to say, oh, you're just a housewife, right? Mm -hmm. Like, imagine I never even said the whole thing about you're the CEO of Billu Industries, and I had just said, but babe, you're a housewife. Of course you should get half, right? Then it would be like, whoa, like I could have helped you see housewife as like the most amazing thing you could ever be. And that just all comes down to the framing. Now, because I was like, that was at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. The notion of like being a CEO just resonated with me so much. I wanted to give you, I was essentially giving the, you the gift I would want to receive by calling you the CEO of Billu Industries. But that became the frame with which we both looked at it. So you felt very empowered. I treated you in every way, shape or form, like half that money really was yours. Mm -hmm. Because by the way, I really believed that. Like I internalized that. And I was like, she's facilitating what I'm doing. And so to demean that just seems crazy crazy like but even if it's not crazy it's it's a terrible long-term strategy so we've got to feel like equals in the relationship mm. we both have to facilitate that so yeah that just seemed like a no-brainer so ultimately her and her husband together they have to do the work she's got to immediately stop feeling guilty about spending money on herself that that's a terrible long-term strategy also so it's like just accept that I get it. I understand why you feel guilty, but that's not going to serve you. So because it's not going to serve you and for no other reason, set it aside, reframe it in a different way and either see that you really are facilitating him and thusly it is a true partnership. Or if you believe that you're not facilitating him, go get a job. Mm. So, and if it's like, as soon as you go, yeah, I should go get a job. Well, wait, the, then the kids, or I'm not going to be able to. It's like, yeah, exactly. You just realize the value that you actually are bringing. So if you really are bringing value, accept it, own it, internalize it, and really like stand up to that. Don't like allow yourself to feel diminished by yourself, by the way, or by your husband. And if you're realizing I'm not bringing value, go get a job, and then you're going to have money. So, but one of those two things needs to be true. Right. So that would be my advice. Yeah. And within that framing, it made me feel less like um, I was like a maid because we didn't have kids. So it purely was like I was cooking, I was cleaning, I was right. you know doing like chores. Um, but in feeling like we had equal partnership, it was like a responsibility than it was a chore. And um, if you came home and you know, we were out of something in the fridge or whatever. 
Um, I would take responsibility that not feeling like, oh shit, I'm a maid and I've let you down. It's like, oh, it's a partnership and I haven't fulfilled my end of the bargain, mm. right? Because it's like, if you were just like, babe, I'm not going to go to work today. In fact, I'm going to take the whole week off, right? Like I would be like, well, babe, you've you got to go to work. So I would, you know, put that on you. And so expecting that back, I was very okay with it. So if you came home and you're like, hey, look, um, you know, I need to go work out and I don't have food. Um, just putting that kind of um, reflection on, okay, well, if you had said to me, I'm not going to go to work, like I would feel the need to like say to you, you need to. Um, and so for you to do that to me with that framing of it's a partnership, it didn't make me feel like I was a maid and I was just serving you sure. because as a, you know, I like to think of myself as an independent woman. I definitely didn't want to feel like I was just serving you. I wanted to feel like we're in it together and this is a joint partnership and we've decided this is the life we're leading together. So, yeah. Um, all right. So we've got some questions coming in. Thank you guys Let's for submitting. Um, so this question is from Joe Davies on Facebook. Speaking of money and relationships, my wife makes more money than I do, and I have no problem with that. I think it's awesome she can make that what she does. What I've noticed is when I'm the breadwinner, she treats me differently than when she's the breadwinner. Mm. When I made more money and provided, she treated me nicer than when she makes more money. I'm not sure she's noticed this. Maybe I'm overthinking it. God, I really hope he's overthinking it because that is such a gnarly, gnarly place to be. Yeah, because the question is, like, is he feeling that, right? Like, he feels like, oh, like, I don't feel like I'm the, you know, right. the, the, the man of the house or however he wants yeah, to yeah. put it. Um, and so he's feeling slightly less. And so he's interpreting the way she talks to him differently. Yeah. So or I, is she actually changing the way she's talking to him? Yeah, I think we need to give people, like, real tactics so on this, literally go up to her, sit her down and look, wait for the right moment for sure, for sure. But just say, hey, I really want to explain to you how I feel. And without attacking, without being judgmental, you've got to be totally vulnerable and not come like guarded or anything. Um, and she has to do the same. Mm -hmm. And you have that conversation. And in how she responds to that, like if she is like, whoa, thank you so much for telling me. I really appreciate that. I truly, I don't feel that way internally. Um, but man, I'm so glad you put that on my radar. Like I really, I want you to know to the mm. core of my being that it has nothing to do with how I think about you. I don't think your value is tied to the amount that you're able to make. Just as I don't feel like less of a person when you're the one making more money than me, I would never want you to feel like less of a person when I'm the one making more money than you. So if that's how she responds, Awesome. Now we just, we're dealing with our own insecurities and we work our way through. If on the other hand, she's like, yeah, motherfucker, like you should be making more money and to be on, you know, then it's like, whoa, that, that is like, that's so toxic. And you would have to immediately work through that problem. Um, yeah. Like I would deal with that post haste. Like you'd have to get through that lickety split and whether that's go find a counselor or if they just have, you know, next level communication skills, if they can work through and process through it, but getting to like the core value. So core value between you and I, um, our entire relationship, I've made more money than you, but never once has that made me think that I'm better than you. And so what I realized was we have roles that we've chosen to play and we have to, like, we have agreed core value that 
we're equals. So if we're really equals, then we've got to be internalizing that. We've got to be thinking about that. We like if I needed you to be making money to feel like my equal, I would have told you that. Mm -hmm. And I would have said, okay, you need to go out and be pursuing and whatever. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to make the same amount of money. But if we decided like both of us have to be financial contributors to the relationship, then we would have had that conversation and we, we would have acted in accordance with that. But we didn't. And so we constantly like assess those values. Where are our values? Like, wow, it, it's it really is fascinating. And what a lot of people don't know is you've worked for years, like silently just making sure things happen, sometimes in the business, sometimes out of the business, whether you were getting paid or not, like it was really irrelevant. And because we like, there isn't a fiber of my being that thinks that your value is predicated on how much money you make. So I don't want to repeat, but it's like, you've got to come down to those fundamental values. And if you have a fundamental value misalignment, you've got to fucking address that or get out of the relationship, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Because once you're down to fundamental values, it's going to start to diminish it the person it's going to throw like the power dynamic off someone is not going to feel better about themselves when they're around you than when they're not like period so addressing those fundamental values is super critical yeah one thing i want to add though is that so he clearly supports her and is clearly very excited for her um but i do want him to add like if it was me i would go I'm very excited for you, but I also need to analyze how I feel about not making as much money, right? Because I think they're actually separate. Sure. Like, I'm so excited for you that you're making so much money and you're succeeding. Like, I genuinely am. But on the other side of it, I actually do feel less. Now, that's not your fault. That's within me. And if I feel um, not like I'm bringing value or as powerful or however, like I would address that with you. And I'd say, look, it's not your fault. Um, I'm so happy for you, but I actually don't feel great about making less. And so let's talk about that. I'm not sure where I can go with that. Do I work to get more money or is it a self-esteem thing? If it's a self-esteem thing, what, like, what do I need from you to help to help me like get the self-esteem because I you know we do that a lot like I'll turn to you and I'll say like I'm not feeling great about this I'm not sure why um I think what I'm looking from you is understanding or encouragement or light a fire under my ass when I'm you know messing up or whatever like I'll tell you what I need to help me get back there um and I think that that's important for them to discuss that um, and not feel guilty about it. And like you said, then see how she responds. But what we do is we take every situation, even if the problem is with me, right? And you're like oblivious to there even being a problem. We'll sit down and we'll talk about it and we'll find a, a conclusion or a result as a team. All right, what is your part in this to play? What is my part in this to play so that we can overcome this problem together, even if it's a problem that I'm having? So I think that, yeah, sitting down with them, going over it, seeing how she responds, letting him, letting her know what he needs from her. Um, and what are the things that she says that makes him feel like that? Because there are times where you'll be um, yourself and you'll be blatant. And for whatever reason, whether it's like my emotional fluctuation that month or if I'm stressed that day, I'll interpret in a different way. And I know you say this a lot, right? You can tell somebody oh, babe, you look so beautiful today. I'll be like, oh, why, thanks, babe. And then the next day you'll be like, wow, you look beautiful today. And I was like, why, did, did I not look good yesterday? So the same thing can be interpreted in two different ways. And so what we do is I'll go to you and I say, look, when you said X, Y, and Z, it made me feel like this. 
And then you said, that wasn't my intention at all. Mm. My intention was for you to feel like this. And so now I'll understand where you come from by saying that. And then also I'll be like, okay, well, I don't interpret it like that. So if you don't mind, don't use that specific word when I'm feeling like this, or don't, please don't use that word because I interpret it in a different way. If you want a fighting chance against the competition, you need to be using the best technology and platforms in the world like Shopify. For whatever and wherever you want to sell, from launching to going international, Shopify is the global commerce platform that will help you grow at every stage of your business. Shopify is your all-in-one platform to quickly and efficiently take your business to the next level. Now, I love everything about Shopify because it makes it so easy for you to start run and grow your business. It didn't used to be this easy. I'm telling you back in the day, it was a lot harder. I'm so jealous. Shopify powers more than 10% of all US e-commerce because businesses that want to grow quickly and efficiently choose Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash impact, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash impact now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash impact. If getting your hands dirty and taking good care of your car or cars is a passion of yours, then eBay Motors is here for the ride. Because I'm sure you remember when you first saw the potential in that beauty. And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly with eBay Motors. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So we get right down to the nitty gritty. No question. Um, all right, we've got some shout outs. This is a um, shout out to Suresh from Nepal on YouTube. Brian from Indonesia on YouTube. I've wow. still never been to Indonesia. Would love to go. Um, Nagain Thai Thu from Vietnam on YouTube. And my mum on Facebook. Now, my mum? My mum. Oh, your mum. Nice. <laughs> I was like, my mum's on Facebook? So this is the Michelle's shady, shady old lady's mum. Mum. Nice. I like it. Oh, hey, mum. Mrs. Shady Old Lady. Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining. Does your mom know that you go by Shady Old Lady? I think her so. social is That's that. hilarious. Her actual social I know, is I Shady Old that. Lady. That doesn't mean her mom knows. That's true. My m- That's true. My mom either. Um, all right. So we've got the next question from Marie Eve. Actually, really fast. I have to say this. So to Michelle's mom, your daughter is amazing. Aww, uh, amazing. Yeah. She rocks. We're very, very grateful to have her. So yeah. thank you. You've done a wonderful job. So yeah, if you guys want any adjustments, like shoot shady old lady a message. <laughs> um, okay. So question is from Marie Eve Gagne. I'm uh, guessing it's Gagne. Oh. How do you know? Because I used to play soccer on Gagne Field. Wow. All it's, right. it's It looks like it's spelled Gagne, right? Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is I'm so bad with names. I, yeah, anyway. 
just shoot me a weird name and I'll butcher it even more. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm surprised I don't mess up John. Uh, so my partner and I both watch Impact Theory and we watch Relationship Theory together every week. Wow. We constantly talk about our endeavors and big goals, but then he fails to take action. So week after week, he stays in the same situation and does not advance towards these goals while I progress. How do I empower him to take more action? Wow. That's an awesome well, question. Well, A, they're going to be listening to this together, right? Yeah, which so, is actually great. Yeah, no, no, no. That's amazing. So first of all, what an incredible step that you wrote the question knowing that you guys are going to hear it mm -hmm. together. So that like, I have mad respect for that. Um, and if so, in fact, I'm going to tell you right now, everything is my fault. So you guys both need to be thinking about that. So they've got to come together and assess like, in fact, as you were reading the question, I thought what she needs to do is reward him for like, even a hint of taking motion direction in the way that she wants him to go, she's got to reward it. Because right now it's like, I can hear in the words that she's choosing that it's like, they're starting, like she's getting frustrated. There's mm -hmm. probably some resentment starting to build up, That's which is like insanely dangerous in a relationship. So if she feels like, yeah, motherfucker, you should be doing this which I, I understand, but that's not going to serve her. So it really comes down to knowing when to use the carrot and when to use the stick. And if he hasn't been going first, always, 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 whenever you can do it through reward, do it through reward because they're going to, they feel that like wonderful, warm sensation about the person that's rewarding them. But when reward doesn't work, and you often say that I'm a big fan of tough love, and the the hilarious thing, I only use tough love because you'll fucking resist the like encouragement forever. In fact, and then finally I get so fucking fed up that I'm like, and and then I do tough love, and because I know you so well that it's like this isn't gonna work until I like kick her in the ass. Like it's it it drives me nuts because I don't like that. I would that much. you have to give me tough Yes. Love. Like I would much rather um, reward our way forward, right? Yeah. Like that is like, that's just always where I'm coming from. In fact, you and I had a meeting yesterday with um, a vendor of ours and they're uh, basically we had gotten to the point where we're like, they're not doing a good enough job. And so we sat them down and we were like, look, this, 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 boom, 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 boom. And the thing they said was, basically they were surprised and that they wanted us to give that more aggressive feedback all along the way. And I felt like we'd been pretty on the nose. So it's fascinating to me, like there is a, a like demarcation line between, hey, I'm really, um, I'm being direct with you, but I'm doing it in a way where I'm trying not to trigger your emotions. And then sometimes you just have to trigger people's emotions because they don't hear it until that point. But I'm telling you, if you lead with that, it will damage the relationship. So you've got to like, so think of it as deposits and withdrawals. So people are, it's something like five times more likely to remember a negative thing that you say than a positive mm -hmm. thing. So you've got to keep that ratio right. So mm -hmm. even just to hold balance is a one to mm -hmm. five. So five out of boys for everyone, like what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. So, and I hope you understand that the asking the very question, unless he's really in the place to receive it, and I have no idea, like, 
this is something that drives you crazy about me. I'm always looking for that right moment where I can tell they're actually gonna hear me and I'll be able to say it in like a positive, warm, kind way, but they're really gonna hear me right now at this moment. And we all go through those moments, right? Where it's just like, you're so fucking receptive to that. You're in a great mood. You're like maybe coming off of a win and it also is related to that thing that you wanna talk about, right? So at that moment, it's like, wow, you've really done a great job. I can see like you're feeling confident. Your defenses are lower and I can say it in way where you're really gonna hear it and feel it and know that I'm coming from a great fucking place. And so like, here it is. So if he's not in that place, then chances are this is one of your withdrawals. And merely asking the question, right, is it's gonna sting and it's gonna get his attention, which is awesome. But now it's like, you have to understand that you've gotta meet that, like you've gotta be gracious if he has a reaction. So it's like, you can't then just hammer, hammer, hammer. And that's where I'll get myself in trouble sometimes with you is I've tried to reward my way to getting your attention to get you to make a change. Finally, I'm just so fed up that I then push back and I do the tough love but then I want to just hammer, hammer, hammer on tough love until you do what like is clear needs to be done. And that's a stupid strategy. But it's just, here's the problem. I recognize I've trained you to be like that. Yeah. There have been times where I literally want to say, like, in fact, the other day there was something and like I was fed up. And so I was like, fucking just do whatever. And I could see like, even though you were arguing, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's crazy. Why would I do that? I'm like, I know she's going to do it now. <laughs> And so, and do you remember me saying, I was like, actually don't, don't go do what I just asked yeah. you to do. Cause you're just reinforcing in me to like immediately yeah. go to the punishment. And that's that, uh, like, I feel like we've, this is fascinating for you and I, <laughs> but I worry this isn't like help okay. them for a second. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, just going off what you're saying and, um, everything you said, I completely agree with reward. You need to talk about what that reward looks like. Right. Because again, like you sometimes give the gift that you want to receive, not the gift that they actually want to receive. And that's one thing. The book Captivate by um, Vanessa Van Edwards was amazing. We did it with our team, but also just as a relationship, we could understand the words and the way that we communicate. Right. So it's your words of affirmation. Right. Is that right? Is that what words of affirmation? Yeah. Like oh, that's oh how you're you talking about. I forget the phrase. We'll run with that. Yeah. So um, basically for you. Oh, I, yes. I like, word, like my words. My love language, love language sure. is words of affirmation. Yeah. So, don't don't make me a pizza. Don't. Um, right. And you, you know, appreciate it, but it's 100%. not your interpretation of, wow, I feel like I've been appreciated. Um, and you, so you are the pat on the back, right? Tell me I did a good job or like, what did you enjoy? Like, what right. did you like that I said? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm not like that. Like you boiling the kettle for me. And I know I keep talking about this, but it literally has like changed how I feel every morning. Wow. I, I, I uh, It's act of service. Because, and I think it's because you're so busy, but also it's actually being uh, close to you. Um, but it is acts of service because you're always so busy that when you've taken five or 10 minutes to do a bit of research on my gut or to talk to a doctor or to boil a kettle for me. Five or no, 10 minutes. No, I know. But if, whenever you're spending time doing something for me, um, I feel really appreciated. And so every morning now... Um, we actually said, you're like, how can I help you out? And I was like, even if it's just like boil the kettle. And now you do. I didn't realize how important it would be for me, but it really is. And I feel so loved and appreciated every time I see the kettles boiled. Um, 
So what is his love language? Like that would be the first thing I would suggest. Sit down and figure out like what is his way of interpretation? And look, maybe it's sex, right? I'm just going to put it out there. Maybe it's back tickles. You love back tickles. Literally, like I just sit there for hours and hours tickling your back. Um, But what is the thing that he perceives? So now you've got the keys to the kingdom so that when you encourage him or once you've watched this episode and then you're like, all right, so tomorrow, this is what we're going to do. The second you notice that he does it, do that thing that he can perceive as being the pat on the back. Um, and then it just becomes a reinforcement, right? He'll be like, oh, wow, that was amazing. Like, if I do that again tomorrow, is that how she's going to react again? And then, like, encourage each other. And ask the obvious question. Why aren't you, like, doing the things? Like, And I'd love to know exactly what she means by, you know, like, she's doing things and progressing. What does that mean? Because the biggest thing that we talk about is communication. So she's communicating and he's not like getting mm. to sort of what the the baseline thing is that we're arguing about or what our value system is. These are and endeavors and big goals. Uh, and she's moving towards the endeavors and big goals and we he's not. We constantly talk about our endeavors and big goals, but when he fails to take action mm. or then he fails to take action. Yeah. So, I mean, sitting down with, with really an open heart with compassion, because part of the reason he may not be taking the action is the big goals. Maybe it's something he's not excited about. Right. Ah. And so being like really excited about something is, is just first and foremost, like the most important thing. And I think this is where a lot of people fail. And so we just had a nuclear physicist on the show yesterday and he was talking about how very lucky he was that he found something that he was deeply passionate about. Mm. And so this kid creates nuclear fusion at 14. Now, here's the fascinating part about this. His brother is smarter than he is. Like every standardized test. And there's this really interesting moment in the, the book that was written about him where it was like they were um, going to the parents were taking both kids to a school for the um, the like supremely gifted or something. I mean, it's not just like smart kids. It's like fucking next level smart shit and taking them to the school. And they said, we actually didn't think that Taylor, the one who goes on to do nuclear fusion, would get in. We thought his brother would get in. Mm. And his brother has continued to struggle, whereas Taylor has become, like, in, in the world of science, he's one of the most famous people. Time Magazine called him the next Einstein, created nuclear fusion at the age of 14. And so when you ask him, he's like, look, my brother's smarter than me. Like, I know that. He's smarter than me at pretty much everything mm. and in every way, but I'm passionate mm. and so because i'm passionate i have the chills the execution yeah like i'm yeah. i'm pulled through yeah. to do 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 he's like i don't mind failing like because i'm learning and i'm i just right. love what i'm doing so much so truly that's at least part of it now the other part may be deep insecurity right like what if i fail and so he's just not got his head around like what you know like is she gonna love me and you know there all of that could be tied up in all of this so get to the root of yeah like you you really have to yeah. talk through it and by the way he may not know so it may be like a process he may be like i don't know why i don't take action so yeah. it's like Really understanding, okay, people take action when they're excited. People take action when they have clarity of what their goal is. People take action when they know what skills they need to acquire. They take action when they understand how, how to perceive failure and how to think about it. It's like there's a checklist of what needs to happen for people to actually go out and take that. Maybe terrible at time management. Yeah. Like, is he big picture? Is he operational? And so he may like thinking about the fantasy, but then actually hate taking the steps. Yeah, that's so like you really have to like figure all of that stuff yeah. out. Also, um, I think levels of, um, God, I don't even know how to phrase this. So for instance, you work so hard. I mean, 
ungodly amounts like literally ungodly you stop maybe for 15 minutes for us to eat dinner together and then you go back at it like every moment waking moment you're working um i can't live up to that i can't do that and that's interesting so one we probably need to wrap this question but now i want to hear like how do you deal with that but i think it's to me this actually is going to the question because is it that he's not moving anything forward or he's not moving as much forward as she is because i've had to stop feeling guilty that i don't move the company forward as much as you do you're willing to work more like obviously my health story do you tell yourself about that um what story do i tell like do you make me superhuman and you think oh man like he's just it's crazy or is it like literally he's mad i don't know what he's doing no not at all as i've gotten older i felt more comfortable in what i'm capable of and i'm battling between the strength of my mind and the strength of my body because my mind can keep going my mind can keep up with you any day of the week but my body can't and that's where my health issues are coming into play and so i've had to like remind myself hey lisa you need to take care of your body but in backing off right in having to um start work later meditate first like all these things that i'm having to do i did start feeling guilty about that i'm not providing as much value as you are and so that doesn't make me feel good and then i just had to tell myself like this is what i have to do to be a good wife to be a good business partner to have mind and clarity i need to back off more so then it was you're so amazing um yes you are superhuman I think I can keep up with you, but now I choose not to. It's actually a little freeing um, because I choose not to. And so with these two, it's, is he willing to put in that much time and effort like she is? Like, are they actually on that same page? Or is she so gung-ho about it um, that she just needs to accept his limitations and that he's like, look, I really want this. It's just you wanted your timeline to be within two days. My timeline is going to be three weeks. And then you need to talk about what that does to your goal and what that does to you guys as a partnership. Word. So. All right. Um, I was right. promised like a rapid fire yeah, segment. we got a would you rather time. Okay. Is this rapid fire? Is this rapid fire? I don't think so. No. Quite, yeah. All right. So my secret fetish is at some point we do rapid fire. We will rapid do rapid fire, fire questions right. as well. Um, all right, guys, so you, everyone at home, I'm never sure what camera to look to. <laughs> um, you guys at home, answer along with us, sit with your partner, and I would love to hear the answers as well. See, I'm curious always always to see, like, how the couples respond. Like, is it always, like, women typically respond like this, men typically respond like that? So I get excited with these sort of things. It's like a game show to me. Um, all right, would you rather have your marriage end with your partner's unexpected death or a resentful divorce? Wow. Um... Death. You? <laughs> it's not an easy question. It, uh, the funny thing is it, it seems very easy to me. So, <sighs> Although death would be so much harder to deal with. Here, here's the thing. Sc- it makes you a little bit of a bad person that you'd rather I die than divorce in yeah. a bitter way. <laughs> it makes me worse. <laughs> yes. Why? Because you guys at home think it makes me worse? I think it makes me oh, better. I think, I think an because overwhelming number a- of people agree with you because emotionally be way easier to deal. Way easier to deal with death because it's not on you. The bitterness arises because people feel judged, uh, insecure, betrayed. Like those are brutally difficult emotions. But because I don't want you to die, I know. Like I would rather end in divorce than my hope is that you could still go on and have an amazing life. I know I'll figure it out. Yeah. So I won't stay bitter because I know that. Like I might pass through like a bitter transition, but it would be 
really short-lived. It would be an amazingly powerful test. It's not a test I ever want. And you know me, I don't even joke about divorce. I don't even like to say the word because that's important to me framing to know that's just not an option. So, but yeah, it's like, look, I love you to bits and pieces, but you, the fact that you would rather I die than that we divorce like <laughs> oh, that. I mean, look, I don't think I, what could I overcome? I think I could overcome divorce more than I can overcome your death. Which yeah, is but you would get bitter but, and I think you'd get stuck. Ooh, that's interesting. So you think I've got a growth mindset now, but you don't think I would have a growth mindset if something happened to us. I don't know that you get stuck forever, but you'd get stuck for a while. Yeah. So that's where I battle because emotionally, like I really do, yeah. Like I would be so crestfallen if you died. Like that would just, I think, break me. But I don't know. Like maybe I want to hold on to that fairy tale that I feel like we have, like of our romance. What do you mean you want to hold on to it? Well, because in it's, divorce, if you died, I can still hold on to the romance, yeah, the fairy yeah, tale of our romance. If we got a divorce and it was resentful, that means if I'm resenting you, then you probably have done something wrong. And I don't 100%. want, I don't like the, I really don't like the thought of ever thinking negative thoughts about right. you. So that actually like scares me to think of a negative thought about you. Hmm. So I don't know. Can it be like a slow death at least so I can prepare myself? <laughs> Her face is amazing. <laughs> she's was, like mortified that you have to go. Because if it was all like, of a sudden, I think that's even harder. Because it's unexpected. Yeah. I haven't prepared for it. Right, well, is getting so weird. one thing super random. I've told her like a thousand times. If something happens to me, like you need to fall in love again. You need to know oh. that I'm dead and I'm not like worried about it anymore. So it yeah, isn't a betrayal of me. Yeah, I wouldn't have that guilt. That of, is very good. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I think for you, it would be way better if I died. A hundred percent. Um, But just like as a value system for, you, for, for me, sure, yeah. divorce seems like way better yeah um all right next next would you rather guys all right would you rather have your partner hate your parents or your parents hate your partner wow Ooh. um i'd rather my parents hate my partner because i think that if you if you hated my parents, I would hear about it a lot and I would kind of feel stuck like on a daily basis. Mm. Whereas if my parents hated you, I'd be like, well, they're crazy because I love you. I know who you are as a human being. So they just don't understand who you are. Right. And so that would be easy to kind of like not get as emotionally distraught over. Yeah. Uh, hate is like so super toxic anyway that I wouldn't find that sexier becoming in you. Mm, and if I like... You know, we're talking about, oh, like a positive memory or something from my childhood. And I could just see that, like, it's just making you remember these people that you hate. Like, that just wouldn't be fun. Yeah. So I, I, for the exact same reason that I have more distance from my parents than I have from you, I'd much rather they hated you than the other way around. Mm, yeah. Curious to see what other people respond to mm. that. Um, all right. Would you rather take a vow of celibacy or a vow of silence? Jesus, the, like for me in particular, those are two horrific choices. Oh, actually, choices. yeah, that's that's horrific choices. But oh, I'm so curious to know what would you do? God, so if if you and I couldn't have sexual contact of any kind, it would be too damaging to the relationship. And because you're more important to me than um, success, like that, and 
also I could move the business forward. It, it would really force me to shift things in a horrific way. So this is not easy, but I'd rather take a vow mm. of silence. Yeah. Vow of silence. Agreed. hundred um, percent. All right. Let's get to another fan question. This is from Emma Parker from YouTube. Hey guys, in one of your other relationship talks, you were speaking about an issue that you had both overcome and is something me and my partner are currently struggling to work through together. If things become heated between us, I find it best to take some space to calm down before we talk. My partner feels he needs to fix things immediately. Sounds very familiar. Sounds very familiar. I know I can't think consciously or rationally until I have calmed down, but I feel guilty for ignoring him as to not... um, as to not react how do we find the balance of the two when we become unconscious in the moment don't balance it agree ahead of time like what your rule of engagement is so if your rule of engagement is hey once we get heated like i'm not able to think clearly i don't feel at my best at all um so i would like now while we're relaxed and calm i'd like to agree that as we get heated that we're uh, since I it happens to me first, I'm going to be the arbiter and I'm going to say I need to walk away. And that in those moments, you know that I'm, I'm trying to come down as quickly as I can so that we can come back and really have the conversation. But I need to know that you're not going to harangue me in that moment. Can we agree? Yes or no. And if you can agree, now you've got your rule of engagement. Now you just, hey, I feel myself getting worked up. I just need to take a minute. And then if the other person doesn't, it's like they agreed ahead of time that that's how they were going to be. So you're now upholding your end of the bargain, even though you're getting frustrated. It's like you've agreed that, hey, I just need to step away. That person, when they were emotionally sober, said, yeah, I totally get it. Absolutely. Step away. And so in that moment, if they can't do that, then they're the one that's actually more deeply in the grips of their emotion than the other person. So even though it does wind me up, like when you're like, I just need to walk away like that. When you say that, my frustration hits its peak, right? Yeah, it's interesting. But then it's it's like, because the rule of engagement is that, yeah, I totally get it. So it's like my, it peaks, but I don't even say another word. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yep, I know that you saying that is, is the thing that's going to most piss me off, but I won't even say a word. So it's like, I, yep, I fully acknowledge that's exactly what we've agreed should happen. And so you walk away. I decompress, which oddly enough, I decompress much faster than you. And then, but when you come back and you're ready, then we can have the conversation, which is when I think about how childish I used to be, and I'll just take full ownership, like it's just ridiculous. Like the amount of time that got wasted, just so, so stupid. Um, So yeah, like making it part of my identity, A, to not um, just keep escalating and B, to not stay mad anymore, which used to be my real problem. One other thing that I did um, is, do you remember we've got these coins? I need to look to see if I can find them. Yeah, so it was like a little stone, little metal stone, and it just had love engraved in it. And I bought two of them and I gave one to you and I gave one to myself. And I said, all right, in moments like that where you're just butting heads, you're so frustrated, I can't think straight. Sometimes saying like, baby, I love you, but I need time away doesn't feel right, right? Because your emotions are so high. You're not going to say it the right way. Right. To be like, look, I love you. I know. But- <laughs> and so it doesn't come across like that. So um, I got these little coins and I thought it's, it's very easy to just pass you the coin. Hmm. Right. Because I don't have to speak. I don't have to like, it's just, I pass you the coin and we established beforehand, like, look, this coin means to me, like, baby, I really do love you know that. Um, and I need time. And so I passed you the coin. I would carry it. Don't know if you remember in yeah. my, in my purse. So I had it on me at all times. 
and I passed it over to you. I don't think I actually needed to do it a couple of, more than a couple of times because mm. then we kind of figured out our pattern and our flow and we were comfortable saying things to each other. But that was a great tool. Like, choose something that is meaningful to the both of you that has meaning behind it that you've established beforehand so when you get into those situations you can just pass it on they know what it means it means okay you still feel like you love me the emotion is still there but now I need time away um if I was to do that now I don't think I would do a coin I think I would do something even more personal so we've got a Polaroid camera I'd probably take a little photo of me doing like mm. a smile and then I'd probably put love you baby at the bottom and I think I'd pass you the photo every time so you see me smile right. you see me my handwriting no, i dig it um so really come up with things like that so that you guys are on the same page at least with your language that you're talking even if you guys need different things um like as a result like not as a result but a tactics you're different right. so um <clears throat> okay next question this is from stacy lee from facebook what is a healthy way to view materialistic possessions my husband loves me very much and he loves when i spend uh when i spend on what makes me happy because i work very hard and spend wisely however i always feel judged when i'm sporting any brand names how do i overcome this feeling of guilt when i seriously work hard for these items wow so yeah, like I, I just have no fucking guilt about that. So I, I, I think part of it is like her value system is coming into conflict, right? So if if you believe you should be doing more for other people, like find a way, right? So at the core of this company is a desire to help other people. But once I made that shift, and this was, so I was chasing money for almost a decade, building software, and it was all about me, 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 money, money, money. And it just, that wasn't me. And it didn't feel right. And so I go in and quit. Like I've told this story so many times. Uh, but I quit, I give the equity back, and I'm just like, I, I need to go do something that makes me feel alive. And so that ends up being the switch that flipped in my mind. Now, I unfortunately have to learn things the hard way, but that was such an emotionally dark time for me, and I knew that I never wanted to go back there again. So I said, I'm now going to make the demand that whatever I do to make money, it has to serve other people. Mm -hmm. And once I made that, like right now, I will tell you, like I'm in full promotion mode. Go right now to shop.impacttheory.com, buy this fucking t-shirt. Uh, and I, I like, I, once I believe that something will actually help somebody, I can sell the life out of it. But if I don't believe that it's actually good for them, right? This whole thing called self signaling, which is why we make these t-shirts. It's like, if, when I wear this, it reminds me of one of the most important things in my life. When I wear that shirt, toughen the I fuck up buttercup, right? Today, by the way. Why? Um, cause I wasn't feeling well the last few days. Nice. And so I thought I needed your voice in my head to say, toughen up. Wow, respect. I mean, that's literally why we designed it, right? So it's that <laughs> reminder to, and it makes you feel like, yeah, I'm tough enough for this, right? So um, put put at the center of what you're doing, the way that you're making money, that it also serves other people. And then once I did that, which by the way was when our wealth came, and like, so doing it in service of other people like made me feel good. It made it easy to work that hard. It made it easy to make the money and be like, I fucking earned this. Mm -hmm. But I earned it doing something for other people. And they told me that what I had done for them was more valuable than the money that they had. It didn't bamboozle anybody. Like, it wasn't slick sales tactics. It was all about authenticity, transparency, and really creating something of value. Mm -hmm. So, Eh, like so if was that's it that not in alignment for her then good about it and so earning the money how you earn the money made you feel good so you didn't feel guilty spending it yeah 100 percent. so and uh, i'm not like a 
other than the house. With the house, I'm a psycho, right? Like, we live in a ridiculous Beverly Hills mansion. It's way too small for me. Like, it way bigger, way more, like, expensive shit in it. Like, I, I don't understand people that are like, don't I don't understand. Like, exactly. That, that was exactly my point to somebody. They're like, what do you mean you want a bigger house? I'm like, I don't even have themed rooms. Like, well, okay, I guess now we do because of the sets. But, like, I want a room where the floor is a trampoline. I want another one that's a skate park but with carpet and padding underneath. Like, I've got all, like, what? I don't understand people. Like, the arcade. Like, what are people doing? Like, do you not fantasize? In- so anyway, we all have our fantasy. I'm yeah. clearly derailing. But, like, I am so not conflicted about wealth creation because I've done it in a way that I think is value add to the world. So, But what's interesting is something you've brought up is we both have different values of what is worth spending money and what isn't. Like you wanted that massive gigantic chandelier in our living room and I was like, why on earth would we spend that much money on a light? Um Right, so it's the difference of values. Yeah, if you're going to bring that one up, you need <clears> to tell people why I wanted to spend that much money on a chandelier. Why? I knew she wasn't going to know the answer, even though I told her the answer. It's grand, right? Yes. So the house is a big psychological thing. This is when I invite somebody into this house, I know what effect I'm trying to have on them emotionally from a business perspective. The greatest... um, This isn't the right word. I need to figure out what the word is. But the greatest networking thing that we ever did was shoot in the house so that people come in, they see the house. Like I, I never have to talk about money. People walk in the house and it's just the the conversation's over. But still it's, um, that's, there's a, I get there's a reason behind why you want to spend that much money on a light, but, um, it's, different for me right I would rather like at Christmas time right like I'd rather spend money on this and you'd rather spend money at Christmas for this and it's just a difference of where you're going to put weight on with finance and I think it is important when it comes to decision making for the both of us um we find either alignment or if we just don't agree then we go cool I'm using a chip right we kind of use like these fake chips where it's like look I really want this and here's my chip and so I'll just back off and go cool let's let's pay that so with things like this it's you know if you're struggling about like where do I I really want to spend money on this like he loves it but I'm guilty it's like just be comfortable when you're spending the money own it this is completely internal for her she's not saying he's heckling her she feels guilty right that's what i'm saying she just needs to own it like if she's worked hard like you said and she's brought value and she feels good about it she needs to own it because that's if you're doing it like i really you're struggling i really want it oh but i don't want to spend too much money like getting it or not getting it doesn't actually have the result that you're looking for right you want to feel good about it um so and there actually, is. I turn to you sometimes, and I do, babe, like, babe but I, I don't think we should spend that much money. You'd be like, look, we work hard, like, you should do it. And then I actually feel much better about it. So I actually use you as my comforter. Fair enough. I don't know if we helped her, though. Um, I like to think my answer did. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty is the best policy, baby. <laughs> hey, I, I felt good about your answer, too, but if you're not, then... <laughs> Um, all right, so time to wrap. Um, 
I want to try and start like each or end each episode now with like a takeaway or something for other people to try because I'd love to hear and get responses on how you guys feel about it. So maybe this one is like, what is that one thing you can do to give your partner in a moment of when you're in emotional turmoil and you need space or you just can't articulate how you're feeling? What... um try something find something that is meaningful to you whether it's a photograph of yourself where you've written a little message whether it's a coin that says love um find out or think about what that one thing is and give it a shot and let us know how it works out love that love that all right guys thank you so much for joining us for this episode of relationship theory as always amazing amazing to have you guys here and for all the comments as she said earlier in the episode very much my love language is words of appreciation so hearing how this stuff has helped you guys means the absolute world to me i'm not quite sure how you do access service for this one come over Um, and uh, bring me coffee yeah there you go exactly (laughs) you guys can come over and boil the kettle for uh, which gets a big reaction so thank you guys so much for joining us uh by the way just as a reminder to everybody if you're into movies tv shows comic books books we've got a whole new channel on youtube called impact theory studios where you can join us for content like that where we show people how to extract the often amazing life lessons out of pop culture so go check that out impact theory studios let us know what you think it'd be amazing only go there if you're interested in the intersection of mindset and media. So don't go there uh, for more relationship theory stuff or even impact theory, the main show stuff. It's purely for media and mindset. So go check it out if you're down for that. And guys, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now, building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.